Hello everyone. This is Alex, uh, aka Greco, uh, and this is going to be the start of the Today in Space segment uh, outside of the Mike and Alex podcast. So uh, basically what's happened is uh, me and Mike are super busy. Uh, we both have things we're working on. So um, how we're going to approach this now is Mike and Alex podcast is going to be kind of a, a an umbrella if you will, for all the crap that me and Mike want to put up. Um, just because we've noticed that just for right now, we're not getting our times lined up right now. And that's totally fine. Shit happens sometimes. So what I'm going to be doing is launching these out whenever they happen because it just unfortunately by the time it happens, it's already so far past. And, you know, uh, number one, I'm sure people... I've actually talked to people who <laughs> who are big fans, so thank you very, very much for listening. Um, but, you know, that's uh, this stuff needs to come out quicker, so this is how we're, we're going to be doing it from now on. Uh, and hopefully they'll come out a lot quicker than the other ones have been going out. Um, but to bring that right back, uh, welcome. Uh, today is November 10th, uh, 2014, and... Today, uh, what I really wanted to talk about is kind of follow up on a whole bunch of stuff uh, that's really happened in the last two weeks. Um, you know, to start, we had, uh, I think it was October 28th, uh, the night launch of the Antares uh, Orbcom 2 mission um, exploded six, six seconds into launch. Um, it's, um, it's one of those things where... Uh, the space industry really doesn't get the kind of media it deserves ever, in my opinion. But then secondly, the only time people ever pay attention is when something blows up. Granted, what are you going to do about it? That's just how it is. Um, and, you know, I took it as an opportunity to try and flex my, you know, in investigative skills. And, uh, you know, anyone who follows me on Facebook uh, saw it. The people who are on uh, Twitter, sorry. Um, I haven't figured out a way to get it onto there yet. Um, I'm really just trying on all the things. So anyways, um, I, you know, just tried to keep up to date, um, coverage, especially on Facebook because it just doesn't exist there. Um, and heard a lot of good things from people after the fact, after I met them in person, as, as most of the stuff I do, uh, I don't hear crap about it online, which is fine. Um, throws me off a little bit because I have no idea if people are even paying attention, but so be it. Um, I have people come up to me in person and tell me, so I think that's way better. So thank you everyone. I hope, I'm really glad that you guys, um, found it helpful. Um, that's really what I'm going for. So, um, just be, you know, be up for the lookout for more stuff like that. Um, as I attempt to be your, uh, space um, target. Sorry about that. Someone was at the door. Um, but that's the magic of, uh, pressing pause and going for it. You guys didn't even know, and I probably shouldn't have told you, but that's okay. Um, so anyways, uh, appreciate all of the feedback from people on the, uh, coverage. I'm just glad to bring it to you guys. I'm glad people pay attention to me talk about it. So, um, what happened afterwards, uh, I haven't followed up quite yet on uh, what exactly happened. Um, from what I do know and what I've seen 
is um, Orbital Sciences is no longer going to be using the Soviet Soyuz rockets. Um, actually, I don't know if they're Soyuz. Um, they're Soviet rockets that were built in the 60s. Uh, so, and, and again, my opinion, I, I would assume the reason they did that was because they could save a lot of money. Um, obviously, on development of a, a new engine that they'd have to design, build, test, proof out. I mean, that's a lot of money. So, I mean, granted, they they had this uh, incident. Nobody got hurt. Um, a lot of scientific uh, experiments were destroyed, obviously. Um, and it's a bummer, but that's just the inevitability of... of space travel right now. I mean, this is a private company, essentially, and they're trying to do what a government organization had done, an entire country's worth of resources to to, to do this. You know, two for three um, is okay for now. Um, you know, one mistake is not a bad thing, and, and from anyone who paid attention to the conference, it's, it's a pretty good thing um, that all these provisions were in place and that they're working with NASA, not alone, you know, um, one is okay. Any more than that, um, there's going to be issues. I mean, it's built into the contract apparently from, from what I had heard from uh, some of the questions. So these things happen. I mean, you know, everyone's got their fucking say as I'm literally making a audio recording of what I think. Um, it is what it is. Uh, if three days later you know you're not talking about it anymore, didn't really mean that much to you then, did it? Um, but it's good and bad. You know, it got people back into it, and I had an opportunity to, again, like I said, flex my muscles investigatively. Um, so that's all I've got on the Antares. Um, uh, we'll talk about some more stuff. Uh, I guess more about this, uh, the Today in Space. What I'm going to be trying to do is make these shorter. Um, say 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, just because I, I realize that uh, the the Mike and Alex show podcast is, is an hour and a half to two hours. So it's a lot. Uh, and people would probably want some more content, not only just to listen to, but um, something that's a little bit shorter. So that's what I'm trying to do here. Um, I'll still do, um, my segment on the Mike and Alex podcast. So, cause I really want to bring people in and ask questions like, yes, I love the sound of my voice, but that's, it's boring and, and there's not that as much content as there can be with a back and forth. So, uh, what I'm going to be doing with this one is bring some of the people that I know, some of the friends, colleagues, um, even maybe a few mentors of mine, um, and just talk about, you know, bring up a subject and talk about it, look for the answer, you know, and just to, the discussion of it is really all I ever want to happen is if we can just keep talking about it with our own opinions and, and bring facts in to back up all of our stuff, then that's beautiful. I mean, if we can just do that, we're, we're a lot better off because in my opinion, uh, the space industry is just primed to blow up. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one that thinks this. Um, it's also a pretty big risk. I mean, it's kind of like, who do you, who do you hit your wagon on? Who do you go? Um, personally, I love that all of them are doing it, but you've got, you've got Elon Musk's, uh, SpaceX, which is 
um, really, especially after the Antares incident, um, it inadvertently gives SpaceX, even without them trying, it gives them this air of um, just, you just look at it and you're like, wow, okay, so the issue with the, the Antares launch was the rocket that was that's over 50 years old being used. And this one is a rocket that's shown itself to be very efficient. Um, and it's all theirs. They built it. So um, they can make all the adjustments that they need to right there. Um, it's also an interesting uh, setup. I mean, when you build everything under your own building, it's very different than how uh, NASA is today. And, you know, anyone who's only real influence in the space program is say Apollo 13 even that whole incident kind of gives you a light of you know there are subcontractors and it has to go through so many people that it really becomes a real complicated dance if you're trying to keep everything in line you know there's there's so many variables for for failure that that you can avoid if you can build them all under your own roof and the level of quality on top of it doesn't have to be debatable um, it is what it is. So that's uh, so. From the outside, it's uh, it seems like a very good platform to run on. I mean, that's essentially what the automotive industry was in America. I mean, not going to go any further with that comparison. <laughs> Take it how it is. Um, but you know, I think it's for an American company, it's fantastic, and we need it personally. Um, I think it's great to see. Then on the other side, you've got uh, commercial spaceflight, where you've got uh, Virgin Galactic. Now, again, another reason why uh, this one, uh, this podcast is coming out, because I wanted to follow up on a lot of stuff. Um, they they had a an incident, another malfunction, um, with the Spaceship Two. Um, and it was in a test flight. I mean, you know, for those who don't know, um, there were two pilots that were test flighting. This was the third one. Um, and they do these test flights to, to proof out, um, they do this to proof out the engine. I mean, you can't, there's, that's why there's all these procedures. So, you know, the biggest thing is that they have to, these pilots have to get in there and push the boundaries of these spacecraft to that's that nobody's ever flown before uh it's it's a it's a complete prototype you know essentially it's going to be the engine that's going to be in the final product but there's a lot of tweaking there's a lot of this and that and allegedly uh i had read uh, a report after the incident that there might may have been um, a different fuel mixture in this one what does that mean it doesn't mean because just because there was a mixture difference does not mean that's the issue. Again, um, I will be following up with uh, what actually happened or what was reported to happen. But um, it, you know, they suffered a serious anomaly. To get back to it, for those who don't know, and uh, one pilot was seriously injured, and the other uh, did not make it. Uh, he passed away. Um, so, of course. Space makes another big jump into the news, and the media finally pays attention. But, you know, it has to happen in these unfortunate events. I, you know, how, you can't get, this is just a, another showing of just how hard space travel is, you know, and, and it's not, it's, we are projectiling off of the planet, and it, it's not even just like one rocket, the whole concept 
with multi-stage is had to happen because if you just shot one up, eventually it would get to the point where it was basically hovering or coming back down because it couldn't lift itself anymore. So it needed multiple stages to get past the power of gravity that's holding it down. You know, the gravity from the planet in just a one-stage rocket would hold it down, and even a two-stage. Um, the third stage gets you out, you know, and it's and the big reason for that is because you're losing weight. You're dropping fuel tanks and mass, and that's the only way you're getting that far is you're, you're essentially calculating a winning battle for gravity. You're basically saying, all right, if you want to pull me back in, that's cool, but... <laughs> I'm going to keep dropping my weight and you're not going to be able to have as much force to pull me down. So it's, it's brilliant. Um, unfortunately it was Von Braum who came up with that in the Germans. Um, but we have it now we're using it. We're using it for something that's good. Essentially. Um, actually I would, I wouldn't even say good because I, it is part of the human experience about exploration. It's like, one of the most powerful statements, uh, but it came from something that was going to be used to destroy. So um, it's it's another parallel to all the shit you can always bring it back to. Um, it's about human exploration, you know. And and just because these guys died, you know, we you know, I I honor those guys because those guys keep me um, having a job, having a career in something. And they push, and unselfishly, <laughs> they push the boundaries of what we can do. I mean, that's their whole thing. That they, they, they are they're crazy, but I, I, I totally get it. Because I get that same kind of feeling whenever I start doing this aerospace stuff. Any type of the engineering, really. I just, I, it, it makes sense. Don't know why, don't know how, but it just, it makes sense. And it gives me a thrill that you just, I just don't get with anything else. Um, but it is sad, um, you know, condolences to the families um, of the pilots. I hope the one that uh, did make it to the hospital uh, is okay. Um, I haven't followed up, unfortunately, because I've just been, uh, a lot of things just in my own life that I've been uh, dealing with and I just haven't had the chance to follow up. Um, I will make sure to. Um, and if you're listening to this, make sure you do too. Uh, send me in any questions. Um, this is going to be launched off of the Mike and Alex podcast, uh, website. So Mike and Alex podcast dot squarespace dot com. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, go to the, go to the, wow, this is, this is apparently really tough. This is why you shouldn't take more than a month or really more than a week to do an episode. Uh, get into the get in touch tab and and just put your question in there anything anything you guys want to talk about whether it's this show um, Mike's uh, future upcoming show or the Mike and Alex podcast show um, we're uh, expanding we're trying to do more things um, and kind of on that note uh, I've been trying out some new things uh, getting into guitar uh, finally, I used I played guitar when I was in like third grade, um, but you know I wasn't serious about it. So I only played it for about a year. I still have the guitar actually; it's a nice classical. Um, and they had these uh, some kind of plastic string um, so that it would it helped me build my fingers slower, but 
it would help me, you know, it wouldn't hurt as much on the strings. I, you know, I was, a, I know, I was a little bitch back then, but whatever. I was in third grade. I, I really don't care. Um, so it was, it was good. Um, just uh, the whole idea of chords just really threw me because I'm, I'm a pl- trumpet player. So for me, it's, <laughs> it's all about one note all the time, you know, up, down, or down, up, or, you know, staying in the middle, like, it's one note, and then you move to guitar, where not only is it more than one string, it's six strings, and then on top of that, you've got all these frets, uh, which are chromatic, if I'm not mistaken, um, and no, they're just, they're just a regular, anyways, don't quote me on that, I'm not, I'm still learning here, so you've got that, and you can play, you know, two strings, or three, or four, five, you can play all six, or you can play one, and then you can go, and then on top of it, you're doing, if you go into the more of the theory aspect, then you start jumping into, you can, you can play a riff on, you know, on one string, going up and down, going to different strings at a time, and then you're playing between chords, so, there's a lot of crap going on that used to be really simple. Um, so, but I will be doing on, on one of the Mike and Alex podcasts. I'm going to be doing a song of mine that I've been working on. Um, I wanted a new sound um, because I, I I enjoy the trumpet, but um, I need more of a, a wider genre for myself. Just because uh, there's not too much you can do with just a trumpet and a song and a uh, voice um so with a guitar i could actually make an entire song with that so i'm, I'm pretty excited about it um what is it going to be you ask um can't tell you um i want it to be a surprise but uh like most songs uh it'll probably be about something that bothered me um it took me a little while to get over and it wasn't until i f- years after when i finally got over it that i had kind of figured out where I am with it, so that's what the song is going to be about, um, I make it sound like it's not that big of a deal, but it's actually one of the things I've been really looking forward to for a few years now, um, I just, I miss the music and the performance, I apologize for my cell phone, shut up, you stupid cell phone, oh, oh, never mind, I'll have to get back to her later, and, oh yeah, so met met a few new girls after the uh, infamous uh, episode ten of the Mike and Alex podcast. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, every time someone I know uh, goes, "Oh, you did an episode on women," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah," and they're like, "Oh boy," uh, almost every single person, you know, or something like like, Oof. you know, I'm like, "What? What? What? What is so bad about talk? Why can't we talk about women?" Um, I think it's a perfectly acceptable topic. Um, is there anything to hide? What 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 is there to hide? I don't understand. Let's talk openly. Let's not stick to this is how it should be or this is how it shouldn't be. Let's actually have a real discussion and not hide behind things that we're apparently a team on or some sort of social group. Let's just talk about it. What is your actual experience? What is my actual experience? And I will be doing a counter. Um, I'll be having some of my friends who are women uh, to come on, and I will openly invite them 
to discuss it with me. I, that's what I want. I want a discussion. Just like on any topic. Um, and if I go too far, I, I want my friends to tell me. That's that's all I really... That's it. That's, that's all I can ask for. Um, and 20 minutes. There we go. I think that's good for the first one. Um, I will be doing these uh, a little more structured. Um, I really just want to make sure that I get the word out and um, start doing these. So you'll be seeing uh, some of my uh, friends on here that you'll be meeting. Uh, a lot more discussions on space. And I guess if, if we we're going to put a category of what the type of things we'll talk about, um, it's it's how I see space travel uh, evolving over the next 20, 30, 40 years. Um, so anything that I think is more in the now of, you know, of what is happening now or what is being worked on now, that's what I'm going to be talking about. Um, and things that pertain to uh, going into space, things that are happening in space, certain missions. Um, I'm going to stick away from a lot of the theoretical science, uh, not because I have an issue with them, but because it's when you can't test a hypothesis realistically, I don't, it, it's, it's great. It's a lot of fun and it's, it's imagination wild. Um, but I don't think it has a place here on this format. I'd love to do one eventually. That's just, uh, simply science fiction. I love science fiction, but not when we're talking about stuff that is either happening now or stuff that's realistic that you can actually test. So, uh, I hope that answers uh, what this show will eventually be, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope my rambling isn't uh, too crazy and too out of the loop, but I'm literally staring at the food that came, and I am very hungry. So uh, have a great week. Keep looking up, and be ready for the next installment of the Today in Space podcast. I'm your host, Alex Rafanos, a.k.a. El Greco. I'll see you later.